Well, and then Elvis's grandson. He, he killed himself. He killed himself this week. Who's that? Uh, I forgot his name. It's Lisa Presley's and son. My, and Michael Jackson's son? <laughs> no. Well, hell, that's a, that's a whole show by itself. I mean, that uh, H, was it HBO special that came out about Jackson? Um, I don't know. It may have been HBO or Showtime. Well, that was that was. I mean, I didn't watch it on purpose because you shared some very disturbing stuff it's, on there. What those boys were doing, and yeah, it, it, it's quite graphic I didn't in the description, and you know, I don't think anybody really thought that he wasn't doing something inappropriate. There are a lot of people out there. That's who crazy. That was a double negative. Yes, there are a lot of people yeah, out there. Just who say still it. Support you're still him. you're still giving him. A break. You, no, you, no, you no, 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 I'm not. no. I mean, I, I can't imagine that anybody, anybody was believing that he wasn't molesting children. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. And the sad it's part, impossible, is that the parents were they weren't in on it, but they knew damn well. So they were, they were in, the house. in on it. You know? they were yeah, yeah. The they were getting. Why don't you go ahead and hang out in the West Wing while yes. I they were getting her. they were getting money out of it, which is plant sick. seeds yeah, in your son. Okay, uh, let's see. Collectors, collections, collecting. Uh yeah, what other like non, you know, news depressing topics can we come up with tonight? I thought of one uh, <coughs> along with the collecting thing, um, which is kind of, I, I guess we're all pretty much basically from the same generation. I might be a little old. Are you? I'm fifty one. Okay, I'll I'll be uh, I'll be fifty nine next month. Wow. So we're all he hides much, it pretty yeah, yeah. much the same generation. I think. Uh, but it's fun to talk about the differences between what's going on now just as a oh, general yeah. family unit versus what it was like when we were kids. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, that's a good topic. We've, we touch on that every now and then, I think. Yeah, we talked about the, the toys we had when we were kids. Yeah. yeah. We kind of talked about The lawn darts. That. that was a fun one. <laughs> Jarts? Jarts. <laughs> yeah. Here, kids, this, Uncle Bob. <laughs> Not to be confused with a shark. Funk. <laughs> oh, oh launch. Yeah. The most dangerous toys we played with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, all right, are we recording yet? What time is it? Yeah, I've been recording all along. I, I'm tr- I was trying to get <sighs> look how dangerous those things are. I had those right there. It was the blue and the yeah, red. Yeah, you have to wonder yeah. how many kids got maimed with those things. With the yellow ring and a, an indelible and of course, eyeball stuck to one. And of course, being ten or eleven doing that, you'd throw them as high as you can. Of course, completely out of control. Straight up. And you have no control when you're throwing it that high, and they would. They'd go straight up in the air, and you're like. Trying to yeah, people eyeball. S- people scattering everywhere. Yes, I mean they're they're he- caused the birth of the consumer protection. No, the, uh, the oh, I don't know that agency that that like basically shuts this kind of stuff down. I don't know, but they shut that shit down. <laughs> so Larry was uh, he was sharing that he's got a background in um, in broadcast. Why don't you enlighten us a little bit? Um. <clears throat> When I was a teenager, I lived on uh, Okinawa, which is in Japan. Mm-hmm. I thought it was in Iowa. There's a lot of... <laughs> yeah, well, there's, there's a, that was sarcasm. A whole bunch of them. <laughs> there's a lot of military there, although my family at that was not military. We were civilians. My dad was transferred there for his job. But I went to school with the, you know, the dependents of the military kids, like a regular high school. And... Me and Rex Colby were trying to figure out a way that we can get out of fifth, sixth, and seventh period. And they had this work study program that you could do. 
So we signed up for this, and we became interns at the American-run TV and radio station there on the island. Nice. nice. That was for uh, the certain. There was one Channel 8 TV station that logged on at noon and went off at midnight. Yeah, uh, Armed Forces Network. Mm-hmm. That's right. And there was one FM station, radio station, and one AM radio station. So they... Uh, they told Rex and I, oh, okay, I guess you guys can be interns in here because we're kind of understaffed. This was during uh, Jimmy Carter era, so uh, defense budgets were cut, so they were really kind of hurting for labor, and we were free. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I did that for uh, my junior year, and it was so fun. Uh, I mean, we did TV shows, and, I mean, kind of by the end of my tenure there, hell, I was directing the 6 o'clock news <laughs> because... <laughs> Very cool. Because the guys that were the normal servicemen that were there, and they really weren't that much older than we were. I was 17, and those guys were 25. Right. But, you know, to me, they were grown men with uniforms and responsible, but shh, they weren't. <laughs> and they were they were happy to have you guys do the jobs, and then what they do, just kind of, they're probably in the back drinking scotch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what right. I was thinking. Go, Stogie. They were, di- they were dishing on the teenagers. Sit with their feet on the desk somewhere. Um, so that, uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, that sort of inspired me. So when I went to college, I, I, I uh, majored in broadcast journalism. There you go. Nice. Yes. But nothing after college? Not having to do with any broadcasting. Couldn't find yeah. a job in it. Uh, That's what I, because I went to find a job. Yeah, I went to school in audio production, radio production, and, uh, worked radio and all that stuff. And you know, it's hard to it's find, very hard. It, find it. It's, it's a very small set of people who actually do it right yeah yeah so you have to you have to hit them at the right time an opening you have to know someone and you have to have the personality well you do you know and i wasn't looking to get on air i was looking to be behind the scenes production maybe even doing some voiceovers and shit but you know but uh one of my issues when i moved down here is all my demo tapes got ruined so i'd go into these interviews and they're like yeah do you have any demos and i'd be like no, I don't. Yeah, I was like, they got ruined yeah. on the move down here. So they'd still be nice, and they'd meet with me and talk, but nothing ever came of it. So here we are 30 years later doing a podcast, so that's living the dream. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and this is this is the pinnacle, I think, of those careers, isn't it? Totally. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, It's around, exciting. Right? I tell you, I get giddy every week thinking about coming over here and saying it's addicting when you get these headsets on, and you're just you're talking, you hear yourself, and just start spewing out stories. I mean, that's what it is. We want to share stories. Are and you passing out beverages, Paul? Yeah. He's got, I a, am. got a Miller High Life. You know what? Um, uh, we need to enlighten Larry on what, what Jeff did. This piece of shit sitting across the table from me. He's having a conversation with his wife, unbeknownst to us, and his wife was like, these beers, they are horrible. And Jeff's like, um, we're going to get rid of those tomorrow. We're going to get rid of at least three of them because we're all three going to have one. Yeah. This tastes like a watered-down fermented grapefruit juice. <laughs> Light sky. Well, I got them. They're new, and my wife likes Blue Moon. And I thought it was a light version of Blue Moon, but it yeah. is not. It, it went bad. It yeah, it, it was a horrible, horrible <clears throat> choice. It does. It, it says tangerine. citrus wheat. It says tangerine, but it is oh, yeah. grapefruity. Yeah, it's when, when you're excited to chase whatever you had before with Miller High Life, <laughs> you you know it was bad. You think Miller High Life is a bad beer? 
No, no, I, I don't. This is actually my beer. But actually, Miller High Life Light is what I drink. But other people are like, wow, God, this is a shit beer. I'm like, no, it isn't. It's not refreshing. Miller High Life is a great beer. I think so, too. Yeah. I think I'm so not a big too. fan of Miller Light. I'm not either. That was hugely popular in the 80s when I was in college, and I drank so much of it back then, I just I got so sick of it. <laughs> Wore yourself out. Yeah, I mean, it's generally considered a cheap beer, though. I mean, when you can get a 30-pack for 20 bucks. <laughs> it, it, it's, you know, it's like Natural Light. It's like Keystone Light. I mean, those are all the... Bush. Yeah. God, Bush they got light. some weird beers coming out, too. What is that? The ciders? Not the ciders, but the, the what is the clear? The seltzers. Seltzers. That's kind of what this is. Yeah, the seltzers are just... Not I mean, that's them. like... What is the base of a seltzer? Oh, thank you for that, that sound bite. <laughs> it's very nice. Well, it's just, I don't know. I don't know how they... It, it's coming out of everywhere. I mean, natural, natural natties, they, they, they got, they, everyone's coming up with their own little seltzer. Bud Light has them. I kind of like them. White Claw. I got to be honest. Wow. I kind of like them. <sighs> Not a fan. You know, yeah. I, they're refreshing. They're kind of like, for me, it's like if you're out mowing the lawn, beer. which I'll never do. So but ref- if I were, it's that's so what I would have. It's so refreshing. That sounded so natural. That's what all That's what all the... Uh, <laughs> nice try. All the underage kids like White Claws. Oh, God, do they? That and if you can't afford White Claws, you, you do the Trulies. Trulies, yeah. yeah. That's the, the other one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all the same thing, though. Yeah, because it's, it's White Claw this. But there's White two Claw camps. That. There's two camps. There's White Claws and Trulies. Of the of the, well, we went the to, younger crowd. We went to Kroger Hell. It must have been two months ago, right? And that lady was standing there with a the little samples. Samplers, yeah. That's and before I was the like, vid. let me try this. Let me try that. And I was like, I might as well buy a pack. Yeah, you bought the I felt so pack. guilty. At Total Wine? Was it Kroger? No, this, Kroger. this was at Kroger. Oh, wow. That was okay. before Corona, where they could still do samples. So. Yeah. God, man, I'm so sick of freaking Corona, man. I mean, yeah. everyone is. I mean, yeah. the people are like, all right, look. If if we got to go out, we got to put a mask on. Then, if you have to put a mask on, then why is it that we just can't go and do things with the mask on? Yeah, I know. It's so <laughs> Excuse me. When I walked into the clubhouse today, uh, I, I I I golfed. I golfed just earlier sausage. today, and I walked into the clubhouse, and and the kid behind the desk was like, you could see him getting antsy. He was like, "Sir, sir, you need to have your mask on." And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, sorry." I'm here for the 10 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> and he literally looked at the other guy and he goes, here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, how is he going to argue with that? Yeah. I just. That's too bad. I just, yeah, I just pulled my shirt over my face and said, okay. So what's the done deal? Is that cable it? long enough, Larry? Yeah. What's the difference between that and wearing a mask? Nothing. Um, like, I forgot. The microns that Absolutely, could pass absolutely nothing. I forgot my mask, so I'm going to do this. There you go. I don't know why. I mean, they can't argue with it. I want to know about the argument about, you know, if I'm wearing a mask and I can smell a fart, <laughs> does that mean that the farts are... Oh, wait, what's bigger, a fart or corona? Man, that's a tough question. No, I mean, well, how many microns? Because I thought it was like 1.4 microns for the coronavirus. Cause the cor- fart microns or molecules. Yeah. Well, if I could interject here, I would say that your farts are probably like rhythmically more lethal <laughs> Than the coronavirus. Yeah, but we're we're talking about oh, just the part, particle size. It's like a meatball. Yeah. Girth, mass. My, the girth. My of, farts of are fart particle. My farts are the chodes. Of <laughs> oh. the, <laughs> oh, you know, poor Larry. <laughs> poor Larry's gonna have to get introduced to all sorts of terms that a, he uh, never, never want to know. I have a uh, corona mask story for you. This didn't happen to me. It was told to me by a, a lawyer guy that I'm doing some business with at work. And this was uh, probably about six weeks ago. 
so in the heyday of all the COVID stuff, he had to go to California for business for something. Uh, so he did his thing, and he's on the way back, and he's sitting in the Santa Clara, California airport, mm-hmm. waiting to get on the plane, the plane to come back home. <clears throat> and he's not wearing a mask. Right. This woman comes up to him and says, and she's some health county official, somebody. She walks up to him and she says, sir, you have to have a mask on. He goes, no, I don't. She says, yes, you do. It's the. So she uh, gets a little aggravated and she leaves and she goes and gets a cop. Oh, <laughs> <wow>. Insane. <laughs> the cop comes over. Like, and, that, like that's what he wants to deal with, right? Exactly. I'm sure the cop is probably like. like you know, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Sir, Can you what, just put a mask on, please? Sir, yeah. what's the problem here? You yeah. know? Put your shirt over your mouth. So the woman uh, points to my friend and she's telling the cop, this person. And he was telling me that she was careful to say this person, not this man or him. Because in California, it is, it is against the law to use a pronoun, a, a, a sex-specific pronoun. That's right, a gender, no, a gender pronoun. That is California. retarded. Yeah. I would not It's last. against the law. This country is doomed, you know that. Yeah, right? Well, if we follow California's lead. <laughs> sure. So anyway, she says this person is refusing to wear a mask. So the cop's like, sir, can you just put a mask on? So this guy's a lawyer, right? So he starts spouting off like there's case law in Santa Clara County that says that I don't have to wear a mask. And uh, as a matter of fact, there's law in this state that I could strip down totally naked right now and run around in this airport. And there's not a damn thing you could do. (laughs) (laughs) And the cop looks at the (laughs) lady got all kind of pissed off. So he gets on the Southwest flight, flies to Love Field, gets off the plane. And him and the rest of the passengers are met by DPS officers. And they told all the passengers, since you're coming from whatever the hot spot states were at that time, right. New York, California, California Louisiana was a hot spot, wasn't it? Uh, yes, it was. Washington yes. was. So the DPS guys are saying, everybody coming in from California, you have to sign this form that you agree to self-quarantine for 14 days <laughs> since you're coming back from California. Mm. Well, of course, this guy, if you haven't figured out yet, he's a bit of a smart ass because he's a lawyer, Right. Right. So he looks at the DPS guy and he goes, what is this? He goes, yeah, you have to sign this form, 14-day quarantine. He goes, uh, what if I don't sign it? And the, the DPS officer goes, uh, sir, if you don't sign this for volunteering to quarantine for 14 days, I will quarantine you for 14 days, and I can assure you, you will not like the accommodations. So he goes, okay, I'll sign it. <laughs> <laughs> so he signs it. From home, uh, He said that was on a Wednesday. So show up at his house from the county or somewhere. To verify? To see if he's at home. He answers the door. He's like, yeah? And they go, yeah, we're uh, just verifying that you're uh, quarantining for 14 days and we're from the county or whatever they were. And we're paying people to do this? Three of them at yeah, this like one wh- guy's house. Yeah, like one's not enough. Well, so there's going to be a social worker. Unbelievable. So he goes, well, you can, here I am. You see me. And they go, okay, um... Well, um, we're going to have to take your temperature, and uh, we have a few questions for you. Have you felt okay? Have you had a fever? He goes, look. <laughs> I would have pulled my pants down and booked <laughs> up the rectal thermometer. Yeah. You're not? Re- shut up the red Bend eye. over. You're not taking my temperature, and I'm not signing anything, and you're not asking me any questions. Get the hell, get the, get the hell off of my porch. So they finally just went, me, okay, and they left. Well, the they, whole thing's a joke. It is. They don't have any authority to do anything. And by the way, if you read uh, Governor Abbott's, uh, you know, list of rules uh, about what you, who has to wear a mask and who doesn't, if you have uh, respiratory issues, you don't have to wear one. 
So you can just say, I, I've been dealing with, you know, I, I can't, I, I've been struggling with breathing and I have respiratory issues. I mean, really? What are they going to do? They're going to ask now to go into your health records and see if you've gone to your doctor about a, a respiratory issue? Well, a this violation. whole thing's total BS. Yeah. 100%. Well, you know what's all, I'm going to steer us in a, I mean, what are you talking like? Like it's all made up? No, I just, I just think the government is doesn't know exactly what to do. Yeah, I agree. They with don't that. know what to do, um, and they're overstepping their bounds left and right in terms of legal authority. And everybody's trying to like you know everybody's trying to uh, participate because they want to be good citizens, right? They don't want to like further the spread and and make things worse than they could Man, be, and they don't want to prolong the lockdown, right? Everybody's trying to. But the bottom line is the government is, I mean, state governments for sure. They're really worried about screwing up their response to it and somehow losing power. Right. Yeah. Well, I've thought about this. Uncharted territory. What do you guys think of this idea? Uh, Again, we're pretty much all about from the same generation. I think it would have gone something like the government would have come out and said, okay, citizens, we have identified this virus that seems to be sweeping the globe and it looks pretty bad, okay? And um, some of y'all are going to get kind of sick. Some of y'all is going to die, okay? But we just thought we'd let you know. So drink plenty of fluids and take care of yourself, and we'll check back with you later. And I think the population in 1980 would have been completely satisfied with that. But now the mindset is with handout, government, government, there's a problem. Come help me. Come help yeah, me. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. There's money going out the door. Oh my gosh! I don't know how we're going to pay for it. Yeah. You know? Well, I know uh, Preston was asking Stephen if he was going, if they were going to get a uh, handout from who? the government because now they're eighteen. <laughs> like excited, and like, they don't have hey, a job. Oh God! Well, you know what? Look, in all fairness, if it's available to them, take advantage well, of. Well, I told him no. I was like, no, they're not. Dude, that's bullshit, man. I want my eighteen hundred dollars. I'm gonna go tear down Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> so, yeah. I agree. I think if this happened in 1980, 40 years ago, this wouldn't have happened because I, this is uncharted territory, and I, they know. I say they. I'm, I'm gonna say the conspiracy of the left wing throwing stones at us, trying to see how Trump, how trying to see if Trump can handle the stress of what's going on, and they're gonna scrutinize him the entire way, and. You know, they've got one thing, you know, the TikTok app that's coming out, mm-hmm. that, that's out, where there was like a billion people downloaded it in the last mm-hmm. six it's months. Chinese right. espionage, yeah, continue. Hey, look, um, so here, here's the it. thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> is it really? It is. But what are they taking? Everything, everything on your phone. Like Facebook can? Like Twitter can? I, like Snapchat can? Okay, let me share, Okay. I don't give uh I don't care about TikTok that much. It's entertaining. I like watching those little snippets of videos going just flagging them one after another because they're interesting. It's people watching from my phone. I agree. And there's a lot of fun shit on there. And there's a lot of boobies. And there's, you know, <laughs> hey, look, I'm shooting straight, but you know what's on there that <clears throat> they don't like? Trump supporters. Oh yeah. Okay. There are I w- if if you were I don't know how to create a ratio of all the videos they put on there, but let's just say all the political 
videos they have on there, I'd say 95% of them are right wing. And they can't stand it. Oh, I bet. They want to get rid of it because a billion people downloaded that app. And there are people watching the riots. Who's wanting to get rid of TikTok? You're saying well, probably the well, media, the, the liberals. The, the Congress is talking about it. I thought it was the, the, the conservatives that are trying to get rid of, of TikTok, not, not the liberals. I don't know. I don't I, know who's I, I'm just reading between the lines. I'm, I'm not, and I don't think it is the conservatives. It's the left wing that's trying to push this whole thing. And, you know, they're, and they're using, and this is tough because you got, you know, and it's not like Huawei's got an infrastructure that is going to do it. A Huawei has the infrastructure that if told by the great one, to hey look you need to go in there and infiltrate xyz they can then that's what they got to do because the great one said i got to do it and i got to do it because i'm in a communist country right so that's why we don't trust huawei it's not because that they're doing it it's because they have the ability to do it and what does tiktok have that facebook doesn't have that's the problem i've got i don't care well but Okay, I, I'm not denying that Facebook and Google and, and Yahoo, they, they're collecting data for sure. But those are not Chinese companies. TikTok, everything that happens on TikTok is being downloaded on Chinese servers Every, there in are China. so many Chinese things well, that have the I ability don't. to infiltrate our phones that we legitimately download. And you're downloading it, and you got to hit yes, 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 yes. Like, yeah. Fuck, you're not reading that five. Yeah, but I don't know if those are Chinese apps. I don't know. I don't know if they are. I'm not saying they aren't, but I Think know for a it. fact that TikTok has been clearly identified as a security risk. Well, yeah, but like Zoom, Zoom has as well. Zoom's a Chinese company as well. Yeah. Is it really? Yes. Yes. This has been a topic of discussion too. And yeah. Zoom is used, I mean, profoundly through businesses. Yeah. I mean, big infrastructures yeah, use uh, Zoom to, to, me, to conduct people, their To me, that's a bigger a bigger threat than TikTok is. Yeah, people have I hacked mean, that. I mean, I've, you've seen the footage where there there is a classroom. My wife uses it oh, when yeah. she does classrooms, right? All of a sudden, some guy will pop up and start spouting off a bunch of crap because he hacked the class, right? <laughs> well, something being hacked, yeah. you know? <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> and you know what else? Well, it, oh, the things I would do. <laughs> Ask the teacher some really stupid questions. She's like, who are you? What, what student? Just ask some <laughs> obtuse question of the teacher. Hello, Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> who said that? Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Eric Wan is the CEO of Zoom. In a blog post, he stresses that Zoom is an American company founded and headquartered in California, incorporated in Delaware. He is tired of being the, the rumors that it is a Chinese company okay, well, with, good, with any allegations of, of links to the communist state. Yeah, because I saw stories that, that it was, so that's good if, if it, was, it was fake. Uh, yeah, I had not heard that because I can promise you, if that if that were the case, there is no way. I mean, we're talking about highly sensitive company right. company information being shared on Zoom each and every day, all day long. But that still does for the not, Business Insider. That still does not take away the fact that it is highly hackable. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's just fun, like you were yes. saying. So that, the the Business Insider, foreign intelligence agents, Chinese spying. I get this stupid advertisement out of here. Agents using online platforms and video conferencing apps to spy on Americans. So 
Yeah, hacking into Zoom is different than Zoom downloading our information and storing it sure. on Chinese servers. Chinese spies in particular the, have exploited the coronavirus pandemic to get information about Americans, blah, blah, blah. The video conferencing app Zoom has proven particularly susceptible to cyber intrusions because of its popularities. All right, so it doesn't it doesn't say that it's from China, and it doesn't say... So maybe say it's the Chinese hacking. Maybe that's what it's doing. Yeah. You have, Ch- you have Chinese companies that are... Hacking into the, the there you go. Oh, we're, we're, we're Zoom bombers is what they're called. Yep. Zoom bombers. Zoom yep. bombers. That's nice. a word. It's going to be in. Uh, What's going to be the word? The of dictionary. Year. Webster's dictionary next year's Zoom bombers. One word. So you know they always do the the, the word of the year. What do you think it's going to be this year? Uh, Pand- corona. Corona or pandemic? Or it's going to be chop. Chop. Chaz. Chaz. Chop or Chaz. <laughs> it's going to be autonomous zone. God. Mask. I don't know. What's the... Uh, that's a good question. Hell, man. I think that's more popular than the person of the year from Time Magazine. That They've ruined that because they ah. did Greta Thunberg. Oh. That's so retarded. Who is, mm. you know... Who's Greta Thunberg? She's that 15-year-old. I am. I oh, am. Her. Oh, I'm yeah. so jealous that you don't know who that is. Yeah. I, I wish. Oh, you know. No, okay, Shame on you or whatever the hell she said. Yeah. Yeah. She's 15, 14 years old and she claims that, oh, she's the one that's like, you know, has these beliefs and she's been spoon fed. She's well. being spoon fed, spoon fed by her father. Larry. This, this greatness. Well, the, the best. The How best, dare you. The best story about Greta is she, she refuses to fly. Okay. Oh, that's a great story. So she gets on a boat. And she's headed to some environmental conference that's in Chile, okay? And, you know, it takes a while to get to (laughs) Chile from where she is, right? By the time she arrives in Chile, the conference was uh, moved or canceled. (laughs) Yes. And so... And so now Greta and and whatever people were with her were like, "Uh, yeah, we need help getting home. It was great. So they flew home. No, I don't think they did. I think I think she was asking. She didn't want to be a hypocrite, and she. I think she was looking for somebody to help. I'll you know, give her credit for that. Float, float her home. But but I I, I don't know if she ended up flying or not. <laughs> yeah, float home. Oh, it's that top one with the pink where she's screaming at you. How, I never watched it. How dare you? It was all about global warming and yeah. things like that. Yes. That's what it was. How dare you ruin our youth because you're pigs? It's, it's such a joke. How dare you? It's such a joke. She's 17. She's younger than the boys. I don't see that there's any need to worry about it because the world is going to end in 12 years anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's the perfect response. According to AOC, right? Mm-hmm. We're done in 12 years. I thought it already did end well, I think, multiple I times. I think Al, Al, Al Gore said we're done in 10 years, right? That was 15 years ago? I think so. Maybe. All right, so let's see. What other uh, topics do we have? Do we want to talk about that? Would you would you say her name? Glaine Maxwell? Gislaine. 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 Gislaine Maxwell. Yeah, she's uh, she was a, she's a, what I find fascinating is she was been hiding out in Connecticut, I believe it was. Okay. Or Vermont or something like that, on a farm. Right. And they couldn't find her for some reason. Oh yeah, and apparently she is very good at evading, like she's able to go under the radar. And she'd got the resources to do it. Yeah, I read that, uh, it was today I think I saw, that she they found her phone wrapped in tinfoil so they could <laughs> track it. Yes. You know? Yeah, they found her phone. So this, this, the context of all this is now that she's been arrested, she, they believe she's a flight risk. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, hell yeah, she is. Yeah, huge flight risk. After she bought that huge ass mansion. Well, they're just saying that it's n- it's not safe to let her go out on bail. Okay, and and part of the reasoning behind Ghislaine it Maxwell. was that when the FBI came to to arrest her, they found her phone wrapped in tinfoil. Does that work? I that was my question. I was like, you know what? The, fast forward through all this other stuff. Can you wrap your your telephone, your cell phone, in tinfoil, and it and you can't the signal gets? Well, they make those Faraday cages that you can put your phones in. You sell them. Uh, Stick it in a bag. It's a Faraday cage. Block. What are you saying? Faraday? Yes, Faraday cage. I've never even heard of that. You've never heard of that. No. Look up Faraday cage, Mr. Producer. F-A-R-A, Faraday cage. Faraday case. There you go. No, nothing cage. underwear. The EMF proof trunks. Oh. <laughs> now, Electromagnetic are, frequency proof trunks. Those are stylish, Keeps your though. pee-pee... Uh, <laughs> Those you are very stylish. Proof. <laughs> but the moment you have to pee, all that irradiation is gets, it goes in there. No. But it blocks everything. Yeah. That's crazy. But that's not tinfoil. No. Yeah, I don't know if tinfoil works. I don't think it would. I don't think it so. It seems either. like you're uh, if you're in your car. I guess there's windows, but yeah. and you steal a steel roof over you. You said tinfoil, but you mean aluminum, right? No, it was wrapped in tinfoil. No, it's aluminium. Aluminium. <laughs> yes. <laughs> aluminium. Aluminum foil. That's right. Aluminum. So is it a common aluminum foil is made out of a combination of tin and foil or aluminum? Nickel. It is aluminum. Isn't it nickel? Aluminum foil. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to get gauged on why it would refract frequencies. But I don't think it I don't think it does. I don't know. Well, I mean let's try it. Clearly uh-huh. it doesn't because they arrested her. You have any tinfoil in the house? I have aluminum foil. Aluminum. <laughs> somebody no. wrap their phone, and then somebody else try to call the phone and see if it rings. Yeah, careful, spontaneous. So back bust. in the day, was, so back in the day, was it phones overheated? Was it actually ma- was tin foil and aluminum foil two different things back when we were growing up? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because I, I called it tin foil, but was it actually made out of something different than it is today? When know. you look on the the box, it says aluminum foil. There you go. Tin foil is stiffer than aluminum foil. It's more excited. Oh, well, <laughs> Give wow. a slight it's tin taste. Because <laughs> it's usually going to receive some meat. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> wow, this, this went bad in a hurry. Tin. So the first audio recordings tin. on so the, yeah, phonograph so cylinders were made on tin foil. So correct. Okay, so it was largely replaced by aluminum foil. Correct. So yeah, huh. because of the flavor, it gave it a flavor. Oh yeah, I wonder if that tin caused cancer agents. To manifest inside the kind of leached out, slight tin taste, uh, kind of like beer cans. Kind of metallic. Got that slight plastic. You know, there's a plastic lining, and we've already covered this. (laughs) (laughs) We 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 had a debate about bottles versus cans, and apparently there is some plastic insert that when you, what do you do to the can to make it do that? You you had to bleach it in acid for all the. It's like a. You expose it to uh, as a muriatic acid, and the aluminum outside the can will dissolve, leaving the plastic condom that is yeah, inside the, the can. Just leaves it. Yeah. So yeah, it's still, they take a Coke or whatever, gross. put it in this uh, chemical, and it dissolves all the metal around the can, and you're left with a sack. With a sack. Nice little scrotum of cola. Yes. So I bet you they do that uh, because it... You got to adhere the the metal to something, right? When they're when they're forming the cans, obviously. I think it has to do with it's, freshness. 
Well, it has to do with the the corrosion of the metal. When I the, think it has to do with the taste. Huh? Of I think probably whether both. it's a can of beans or a can of beer, they have to have that corrosion is, is the primary reason. Be right. because it will oxidize and it it what is when you damage a can, yeah, you get right block. God bless it. What is the name of it? When you get a crushed can, you don't buy it because it, it, you may get this sickness. Block. Oh, well, no, there you go there. It, okay, so it's not, there's not. Botulism. That's what I was thinking. There's not metal on both sides of the plastic. The, the, the plastic is on the inside of the can. Correct. And yeah. that's the barrier between the product and the metal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's right. to protect it from. Probably because the Coke would eat the al- aluminum. There you go. Well, you know, oh. all the chemicals. Well, right. Right. Yeah, because it's got acid in it. Then the preservatives. Now the can, like a can of beans or green beans or any of that stuff, that's a different type of can. That that that's that's not aluminum. That's not aluminum. Plus, you, those are still. What lined. is that made out of? It must be tin. Tin. A tin can. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It's made out of strontium. <laughs> chromium. <Yeah. laughs> what the hell is that? Titanium. Strontium. Strontium. What is Alloy. that? Cliff Clavinism you're just spewing over there? Periodic table. I seem to recall out of the bowels of my brain an episode of how it's made of canning beans and corn and things like this. And I thought they sprayed some kind of like a lacquer or a shellac or something on the inside of the can to prevent canned flavor from getting into the food. Yes, it's lined with something. Uh, How they keep that from getting into the food? That I don't know. Yep. See, there's some things we don't want to know. Like that's why I won't watch the documentary Food. Is it called Food? It's that stuff that makes our gut swell. Yeah. MSG. We ingest it, and it's just, it only goes here. It goes in our stomach, and it's like it makes the whole, <laughs> this cavity just like. Well, that's just eating. That's, that's called eating shit like all the yeast. time. Yeah. Too many yes. yeast rolls. Oh, man, this COVID-19 is making me even more fat. And I know we don't have an excuse because we can, we can log on to the website. We can go to the gym. I did. We Fuck can do off. all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Fuck we can off. Run. Yeah, we can run I had to go to a funeral, all right? <laughs> and, then, and you went to the gym once. You could have done push-ups while you were there. There you go. <laughs> there really is no excuse. <laughs> I mean, for all of us. Oh. No, no, no. I got the COVID-19, too, dude. I got easily 19 pounds out of this uh, the last three or four months. 19? Yeah. I was down to, yeah, I was down to 193, and now I'm well over 210. When all the restaurants were closed, did you guys do a lot of takeout, or did you do a lot more cooking at home? We just cooked at home. Yeah. Yeah, so did we. And we've we've kind of stuck with that. You know, uh, Sean and I have gotten into sous vide. I'm sure Paul loves this topic. The getting into sous vide. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Have I shared with you? Is, I think that, I have, is right? this this heat the meat in the water thing? Yes. yes. Boil the food. It is tremendous. Really? It, it sounds retarded. It's hit and miss. It, it, oh, it's it super. Does. What do you mean? No. It's, it's hit and miss. No, no, no. The hamburgers were kind of a mess. Actually, those were pretty good, I thought. I thought they were too, but I was just. Well, I know some people didn't like them. Well, she was scared. She's going, please sure. don't. I'm just scared. I, I'm going to get that. Who, who, who was that? Liz. Yeah, who was, oh, that, that was Liz. 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 Yeah, because she, she was concerned that we were going to get E. coli or something. It wasn't going to cook it out. Well, but you know what? She she later, she was like, once she saw it and she realized kind of, yeah, she, she was fine. Yeah. No. A, a I lot. thought they tasted fantastic. They did. It, they were good. It tasted like a little 
meatloaf. Tender meatloaf, it was. It and, was and, a, and a lot of the fine steakhouses, that's how they cook their steaks. Really? Yeah. Yes. That's exactly how they cook it. You want a steak medium rare? Guess what? They can cook that steak for 10 hours at 135 degrees-ish, and it'll be medium rare. And that's how that's the temperature. I mean, if you want a medium well, raise it up to 140. And when you order your steak, you know, what would you like? Medium rare? No problem. It'll be right back. It'll be right out. And the longer it's in that thing, the better it's going to taste. They pull it out. And they put it on a hot ass. They put it in their little <laughs> sear machine. Yeah, sear done. it. Put their little butter on it. Please and thank you. That is an Indian American no. pale ale. You want something a little bit lighter? Amer- uh, high life? That'd be great. Why don't you uh, pass them over there? We also have some Estelle. Well, this isn't no Stella. Light. This is just Miller. Ah, whatever. Stella, Stella. Miller High Life, man. Yeah, the sous vide, uh, we really got into. Still am. I did it last night, as a matter of fact. I made uh, a couple chicken breasts, and they look nasty as hell when you first pull them out, and then you put them on a pan, you sear it, sear it, perfectly done. Yeah, because you vacuum pack, vacuum pack them first. And when you vacuum pack them, um, they've got the depending on <laughs> depending nice. on the uh, the bag that you got, they've got the little grid um, cross, you know. The, oh yeah. Uh, so when yeah, you suck it, uh, it, it adheres to the the chicken. So when you cut the bag open, you release it. Of course, uh, Jeff does his a little bit different. Um, his I think ultimately uh, probably tastes better. Mine tastes almost as good. But mine's ready to go, so yeah, his is quicker than mine. Yeah. So basically, what I do is like when I do a pork pork loin, I take the entire pork loin, this freaking three foot monstrosity, big horse penis, season season the shit out of it, <coughs> stuff it in a in that one of those little bags, yeah, suck it until it's all suck the air out of it, wow, seal it down. And of all things, I put it in my kitchen sink. I put it in my kitchen sink. And I take my sous vide and cl- clamp it into the metal little bar, the the center bar, right. and I put that thing on 140 degrees. And I usually do it, or uh, I try to do it as late as possible, early as possible or late as possible. Either uh, I wake up at two in the morning, I take it out, or I put it in and let it cook for like six hours. <clears throat> and but then, you recently did one. Did you put those all in the freezer? I've done like six. And did uh, you have one like that that's like still out there? Right? Uh, well, or no. did you eat it? Uh, they're Okay, so the one I just did was in the refrigerator. So let me finish with the process. So I cook it in the sink, and then I take it out. When it's done cooking, usually hopefully about six hours, I take it, I put it in the fridge and straighten it all out so it gets all nice and stiff. And let it sit in there for, you know, two days-ish. And then I take it out of the fridge, open the bag up, I stick it in, wash it off, get all the jelly yeah, jelly. <laughs> I get all the jelly and the crap off the nasty shit. From Paul's and then ass. I, I slice it, and it's like little half inch slices all the way down. And uh, I lay them all out, and I p- I put them in smaller bags. Yeah, reseal them. Yeah, put them in smaller bags, reseal it, and I'm telling you, they're cooked, they're ready to go. So uh, for lunch, I don't have to sit there and fuck around. I just basically take a skillet and just and pan I fry it. sear it. And it's probably a minute on each side, and uh, I put it in the microwave for another 30 seconds, and it's done. I can add whatever flavor I want. It's already pre-seasoned. It's got a good base to it. The kids love it. Nice. Because it's ready to go. Jeff does his different. Um, Jeff, why don't you explain how you make yours? Well, I do mine. I keep them. 
I keep it raw, so I I do it to order, right? And I think that's probably I think the they turn out probably a little bit juicier. Um, so I, I vacuum all my all the meat raw, and I'll season it, and I'll stick it in the freezer. So when we want chicken, I pulled it out, thawed it, and I just throw it in there. Cooks for a couple hours in the sous vide, and then I pull it out, and then I just sear it, done. And then we eat it for that night. So it takes a little bit longer. They're not as instant meals like Sean's. Instant meals, yeah. But um, I, I think the quality, like the chicken, I think, is probably moister than if you reheat it. Yeah, but that's also a, a learning curve, too, because I've learned that if I take it out of the freezer and I boil it, um, when you boil it, it actually makes it drier. Because you keep cooking it. Yeah. So what you do is you take it out of the freezer and you just set it there, let it get to room temperature, and then just throw it in the skillet. Don't boil it. I mean, that was the mistake I was making. All right. This is probably boring, uh, boring the shit out of Larry. Can somebody pass me the revolver so I can shoot myself? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, when you're done with it, can you give it to me? Yes. Oh, God. All right, well, you know, so anyways, COVID-19, the whole thing, <laughs> we've been doing this. It's, you asked the question. Yeah, so we, we you know, as far as uh, w- eating healthier, I mean, it does, it's, I mean, you wouldn't think it, God bless, but I'm thinking, you know, if we weren't eating this healthy, I'm thinking I'd be two times bigger, you know? We don't, I don't eat that bad. I don't. I mean, it's just like uh, a couple times a week, I'll have a burger. And I yeah. think it's mostly the booze. <laughs> That'll do it to you. It's booze. I tell you what, the whole nation. I think I, I would I would be interested to know what the alcohol sales increase is for for in, in the United yeah, States. Yeah, I think that's one. Industry I bet that's you doing yeah, well. it's got to be up big time. People are. I think people are drinking because they're way, bored. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and they're stressed out, right? I mean, a lot of people sure. drink to just escape the stress and the. And the and the you know the uncertainty and the and the craziness that's going on in the news and all that kind of shit, right? Um, I, yeah, I think people are drinking like way more than they did before. Thirty-eight point six. That's the percent increase yeah. in sales. Yep, sales rose by thirty-eight point six. That's wow. a lot. That's pretty. Impressive. That's a lot. Tremendous. That's a lot. That that tells you what you need to know right there. That's crazy. Because I tell you, I'm drinking way more. Do you guys, with your wives or family, non-COVID time, do y'all eat out a lot, seldom, every now and then? Like before what? COVID hit, you mean? Yeah. Um, nah, we've never been a big eat-out family. My wife likes to, she likes to eat out. I don't. We, she orders a lot of food for delivery. Let's put it that way. I'm more of a home cooker. I'd like to cook food, but she, she loves ordering food. Like DoorDash or yeah, your, something like that. Or Joe's Sean Dash. Or, or Sean Dash. Sean Dash. <laughs> yeah, I've mean, not heard of that company. It's not. It's not uncommon for me to go up to Macaroni Grill and slam down two bourbons while waiting for an order. You know? <laughs> well, no wonder your family meals cost so much. Ah, well, it's yeah, you're burning twenty bucks in, <laughs> in booze. booze while you're waiting. Right. Now the secret is is to go before the happy hour program ends. They've got oh. a fantastic deal on their well bourbon. Really, Jack Daniels. Nice. Or they're well. Yeah. At Macaroni Grill. Macaroni Grill. Own it. Who knew? Very nice. Before seven. Okay. Sometimes you can have a shrimp parfait. So you get there at two? <laughs> shrimp parfait? Yeah, you know, if you play your cards right, you can order a shrimp parfait. It's included Isn't in the that happy like hour a dessert? program. Shrimp parfait? 
It was like a little shrimp cocktail thing, right? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Oh, it's cocktail. diced it's cocktail sauce, like diced Not a up parfait. To, well, that's what you know, shrimp parfait. Sounds like you've done incorrect. this a couple or hundreds of times. I've mm. done it. It's eight ninety nine. Interesting. Very happy hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we usually go out to eat probably maybe twice a week, sometimes three times a week, you know, once during the week or something like that. But uh man, when the COVID thing hit uh, and everything was shut down. My wife and I were, we were shocked at ourselves on how much we rely on going out to eat as our entertainment. Yeah, people right. watching and yeah. the whole experience. Yeah, you, yeah. you know, you get a, one or two other couples, and you go out to dinner someplace, have a few drinks, yuck it up a little bit. Well, that was all over. Yeah, I was all done. <laughs> what do we do now? Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. But you know what you do now? You drink. You drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you, I mean, th- this all feeds into it. When you're, and you're then we would do the, the, the takeout stuff, like from restaurant, like Sean was talking about macaroni grill or chilies or whatever else. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just not the same. <laughs> it's, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's not. You got I, it in this styrofoam thing. Yeah. By the time you get home, it's cold. And, it's a deal breaker. You know, it's just, yeah. We just had this discussion. French fries. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I, I, uh, if I have a choice, but you know what? My wife likes it. It's all that matters. There you yeah. go. And there the end go. results are save your fool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, though. I mean, it's it's getting out of the house. Sure. It's, it's being in a restaurant. I mean, the food is not, not like, amazing. That's not why you, you know what I mean? It's, it's something to do. It's to go someplace and right. see other human beings. Even now with the, what is it now, 50% capacity? Is that right. what the rule is? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's going back and forth, you know? Yeah, I know. Even now with kind of sparse seating in the rest it's still it's kind of like weird yeah yeah the the essence of it's it's so clinical you know it it just not to mention bustles not to mention your waiters and waitresses all have these things over their mask and you can't understand what the hell they're saying and they're bitter well they are (laughs) they're bitter hey look we went to go eat at austin where we go um the original pancake house Uh, my my wife's uh grandmother had passed away and um the great mimi so you went out to eat after the service um, after the funeral yeah because you know they were going to have a it's kind of difficult to bring all the family members in to have a big family feast so we just uh, we were on our way home from Irving, and we were like, "Cause this is the first time we had all my kids in the same vehicle." Oh yeah, for such a long time. I, my Madeline was with us. It was, they've, yeah, they've left the nest. It yeah. was it was crazy, and I was and they were I was like, "Let's go." No, we're gonna go eat because they were kind of like, "Yeah, I know, I know." Shut up, you guys are all <laughs> in the fucking car. We're all going to go eat because we're, this is not gonna happen again. Right. For a very long time, so we went to go eat at the original Pancake House, and the service was fly- was was good, but you could tell there was an air of disgust yeah. with her. That that you, you know, were there eating? No, that she's just bitter with life because she doesn't know what's going to happen from day to day. She's happy she has a job, but you know it's just like, and we we ended up tipping her um, a lot yeah, for good. what she did because good. you know it's got to be tough for them. I I I I'm very thankful that both my wife and I have essential jobs, and we're both busy as shit, and we're both we're all we're making money. You know, but these other people, I feel bad. Yeah. I mean, it's horrible, horrible thing that they're having to go through. Yeah, everybody's on edge, man. Everybody's on edge with everything that's going on. They're sick of COVID. They're sick of the lockdown thing. They're sick of the unrest. There's a lot of there's a lot of shit going on right now. Man, if these schools don't open up come fall. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Lord. It's going to be mayhem. 
my wife's a teacher, and um, she they still don't know what they're going to do. They haven't made the official announcement if they're going to be in class or a mix of in class, remote, or all yep. remote. They still don't know yet. Yeah, I read a story that t- uh, today. One of the big uh, school districts in California said that when they did the full online, they finished the school year online. They said it was a it was complete failure. Oh, I believe it. One hundred percent failure. Like in terms of what the kids learned, how how well the teachers did in teaching. I mean, it, it was di- absolutely did not work. Yeah, and I believe it. I believe no, it. I believe it. I mean, my kids finished school and they didn't do shit. Yeah, no, they didn't. Stephen, they didn't do anything. Stephen is a senior. Preston's a senior. His son's a senior, and they didn't do crap. No, they didn't the do last any. six weeks. And the teachers couldn't have cared less. You mm. know, let's be honest. Well. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> that was gay. So you watch Larry Kenny? <laughs> Who? Larry no. Larry is mortified right now. He's yeah. kind of like, what the fuck did he, I get myself uh, into? <laughs> no, no. He's just thinking one and done. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I had a nickel. So, um, what was I saying? Uh, you said to be fair, and then yeah. we started singing. Oh, and before, before that, we were talking about school, about how the seniors didn't do shit. The yes. seniors don't do shit anyways the last <laughs> semester. Okay, That, that drives true. me nuts. So, that very I drives mean, me nuts. When I was a senior, when we were seniors, you went to school, you had a full load. Until the last there was, fucking day. There was, there was none of this shit. You worked your ass off all six periods, eight periods, however periods you had, until the end of the school year. And when the end of the school year was done, you were done. Okay, now... The last six months, yeah, it's a cakewalk. They're like, ah, I get to sleep in until ten. I go to one class and then I leave for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah that it, is bullshit. Yeah, I, I remember. Are, what are we? We're grooming yeah. our kids for for failure. I don't understand that because when we went to high school, if you if you had modified school hours, it was because you got a hardship, and you were yeah. able to, yeah, to go leave to school work. early to go work. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. I've I've bitched so much to my wife about this that. They don't have finals. There's no finals. Right? Like ever, there's no preparation for, for college. No, there's no finals for, for the su- seniors or any the of se- them. None that every class, the boys do not have finals. They have the star test. I think this is a conspiracy to dumb the kids down in the United States. Period. I think it is. And, and well, it, it, China can it, take it, us over. I, I don't know. I don't know where it's coming from. I'm just. It, it's just a fact that. I'm not talking about the conspiracy. I'm talking about it's just a fact that the kids are getting less stupid. educated. They're less getting educated. less educated, and it's just the quality of the stuff that it's just they're not teaching them. They I don't know. know about a right. lot of things. A lot of things. They don't know about the history of the United States. I know. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, tearing down, they don't know the, the statues they're tearing down. Right. I mean, it's it's embarrassing, and we don't know about contemporary world affairs. And, it, and you know, when you hear some of the interviews of some of the the children or the teenagers in some of the, the other countries, and they bring up a particular subject like uh, like the Tonight Show. Um, they'll interview people and they'll ask them questions about contemporary world affairs to right. see if they know how to answer the question they correctly. No clue. And they get some European person on there that speaks English, and they're kind of like, "Yeah, I wasn't taught here in the United States. That's why I know the answer." And they kind of walked off with, with their nose snubbed up in the air, and rightfully so. Rightfully because so. Because our system. Our system is failing, and public, I want to know. The public school system is, I is know a failure. I want to know why. I want to know who's making the de- these decisions, 
and you know, I've I've got some personal feelings about it, and I, I think it's I think it's con- some conspiracy, deep seated shit that there's some sort of entity that's trying to keep us dumb. I I I, I don't know. I don't I know don't how know. to I don't know how to respond to that. I, it, I, I, it's I, almost I, to the point where I'd almost like to run for school board to try to make changes. Wow. You know, you know my kids are out of school, but seniors should not have the cakewalk that they have. No, they should be busting their butt. Yeah, they're not making them ready for college, that's for sure. No, because it's not making them ready for life. Because I know Brandon, right. my my oldest, he he's gone a couple years in college now. He was completely surprised at the whole final concept, taking a final exam. Oh, when he actually got to SFA. Yeah, he goes, "Dad, they're going to test me over the whole quarter." I was like, "Yes." Yeah, so how, how's think, that fair? Yeah. Why do you How think, can I remember all this? You don't it's remember, impossible. But I'm white. Yeah. <laughs> I've got privilege. And I was like, you don't, don't they understand? You don't remember me complaining about how it does not have finals. And uh Yeah. And he struggled. He had to figure it out. He's like, I have to study three days for one exam. I'm yeah, like, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah, that's how it is. Uh, he's like, Well that's that sucks. I was like, Yes, it does. You know You know what I tell my boys? I was like, You putting forth any sort of effort gives you a total leg up on your peers. Yeah. Total. It's true. Yeah. They're my, all my youngest daughter just graduated from high school. Uh, we're in uh, Carrollton, Carrollton Farmers Branch Independent School District, which is now a ghetto. Right. Uh, the hood. Carrollton is? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's. Um, so her junior and senior year, we pulled her out of the public school and we put her into private school. And she had finals and she had stuff to do with all this goofy online stuff until the bitter end. But, right. I mean, she, that was private school, though, right? She had it, yeah. Well, and, they, and there's your difference. Public schools failing our kids. Yeah. Totally. It absolutely drives me nuts. I've bitched my wife so many times. She doesn't want to hear it anymore. Mm. You know? Well, well, she's part, I mean, they, they hit, she, she's a teacher. Yes, she is. Yeah. So, I mean, but, but in a public school. Correct. Yeah, but she doesn't pick the... No, 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 no. I'm not saying she's part of the problem. I'm, I'm saying, I mean, she, she's got to be passionate about it. But maybe she's kind of worn out. Like, from what I understand, all the teachers are kind of beaten down. No, she does things a little bit differently where she holds the students more accountable. And she's allowed to do that because of where she's at. They, they, yes. they have different standards there. And um, the students are expected to be professional. It's more real-world-like, mm-hmm. if you want to yeah, call yeah. it that. So she, has, she holds the students to a higher standard, and she does it, too. Um, she doesn't let them get away with the bullshit that uh, you know regular school do. And another issue I have are retests. Oh, I know. Man. I, I know. Never, isn't that crazy? I hear this and I go, God, why didn't I have that? I yeah. never had a retest. Isn't that great? And I tell Brandon, I tell Stephen, well, Brandon knows now. I was like, you don't get a retest in college. Mm-mm. You fail it, you fail it. You yeah. don't get the chance to go back and get a 70 or whatever. No, nah, you get an F. It totally waters down their effort, their work ethic. Yeah. Yeah, because in high school, they're like, oh, I'm going to halfway study. If I do good, I'll do good. If not, I'll just redo a retest. No, it doesn't work out in the real world. I know. You fail at an assignment or your project, you fail. You don't go to your boss and go, hey, you know, I used to be able to get retests. Yeah, let's just present Can it I again. Can I redo this? Let's no. present it again. No. You, know, you don't get that opportunity. I'm going to pay you twice to do what, the same job? No. Because me and all my friends, we used to get trophies for all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah, or you're in, mil- you're in the military <laughs> shooting the bad guy. Hey, I missed that time. Can I retest and try to shoot <laughs> you again? Time out. Yeah, time yeah. out. Stop, everybody. Stop. That's so natural. 
<laughs> okay, that's the second shot of you taking at me. So, Austin, be prepared in the real world. You don't get to retouch shit. It is. Yeah. So, where's your daughter going to college? Uh, she is going to go to Texas Tech. Very uh, nice. That's good school. Mm-hmm. The oldest daughter is going to be a junior there, so I'll have two of them. My son, my oldest, is transferring to Texas Tech. He was at Stephen F. Austin for the last two years. Mm-hmm. So he's transferring this year. That's a beautiful campus. It is. It's absolutely beautiful, and he went there, and that's what attracted him there. And um, it's a it's a very small school, mm-hmm. so that was a detractor. And plus, he played football for him. And when he stopped playing football, I think that kind of soured the whole thing, right? Because the the coaching shifted and anyway i don't want to get into all that but uh i think uh when he stopped playing football and that whole part of his life was gone um it shifted the attitude towards sfa a little bit he was there for two years he was there for two years Hmm. you know normally when you're into your third year at at a college you have some sort of a you know familiarity and maybe a loyalty to the school it's kind of gutsy for him to yeah well part of the problem was is his whole Family, his whole collection of friends was on the football team. Larry, he's got a girlfriend. And she's going to Tech? No. Yeah, she's. And the end of that discussion. So he played the freshman year and he finally said, I'm, I'm done with football. I'm, I'm done. I don't want to deal with other. And there's a coaching change. Like, I don't want to deal with it. So he was done. And, uh, but all his friends and everything, his whole social life with everything was tied with the football team. So yeah. when that was gone, mm. it was gone. So he was last year. He yeah, really that's got to be tough. He oh, for really sure. Struggled with Everybody it, so. wants to be in a group, right? Like whether it's a frat or yeah. a this or a that. I mean, imagine being in a frat for a year or two and then you get kicked out of the frat. It'd right. be the same same yeah. kind of feeling, right? Yeah, he didn't get kicked out, but he he's uh, he's stopped doing it, and, you know. And he's he stayed in touch with, some, but it's not the same. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, he struggled with it, and um, you know, here it is. And I think he'll enjoy himself out in Texas Tech. It's bigger. There's more experience. He's a big dude too. He's I don't know dude. why he can. He could still probably hang out with those guys. But you know what? Oh, I was no. amazed he, with as big as he is. All those other guys on the football team. I mean, he's what is six 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 five? He's six five. He played at. He was six five. He he said he was three ten when he was playing. But those wow, the guys on the football team are bigger than him. I mean, it, it's yeah. just I'm not talking about the front line. I'm talking about like there there are some really large individuals. Yeah. It's just. It blows me away. That's, That's what talent. it was, because he was the biggest one all the way, all every class he was in, all the way through senior year, he was always the biggest. And he goes to college, he goes, during uh, spring training, his dad, he goes, it's weird. He goes, I'm not used to not being the biggest. Yeah. He goes, I'm bigger than some guys. He goes, but there's other guys that are bigger than me. Yeah. He had some linemen that were 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, Ridiculous. I just feel bad for the for the graduating seniors. Their college experience is gonna be so weird going into their freshman year, not having any you know, might probably gonna be all online or yeah, I don't know. whatever. What's Texas Tech doing? Do you know? I don't think they've decided yet. Uh but wherever whether it's live classes or whether it's online classes, both of have the daughters have announced we're leaving. Same with my son. You know, you know what? I think that's We're going. That my, my senior is the same way. He's going to Blinn College, right, until right. He, he wants to transfer to Arkansas. And uh, my wife and I were very clear. We we're like, he needs to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's part of the experience, right? It is. 
you know, and, and um, I'm a firm believer that it's 50-50, right? 50% school, 50% trying to live on your own for the first time. Absolutely. Learning Make, how to figuring be, it out. Learning how to be a roommate. Learning how to shop for groceries. Learning how to cook for yourself. Learning yeah. how to get along with other people that aren't your family. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah, huge. There, there's a lot of life lessons to it, be learned. It's 100% life lessons, mm-hmm. right? And it's gonna and going to suck. A lot of it's going to suck. It did. They're going to fr- realize that it's not. My I mean, we keep trying to tell him he's going to be the worst roommate ever. You should see his room. You should see every room he ever goes into. Uh, we're, we're trying to tell him your roommates are going to hate you. Right. Because you're a slobby individual that doesn't care about his space. And I tell you what, some of these boys would not be friends at the end of the year. Oh, they won't be. That's the way it works. Yeah, yeah. that's my concern. Some of these people will not be friends by the end of the year. There's going to be disagreements. Oh, yeah. That's the well, and if they, right, and if they know how to solve problems, that's another thing about life, knowing how to solve problems, right? You can just throw your hands up and say we're never going to be friends again, or you, or you can work your, you work your damn problems out like adults, like men. Well, the hard part and That's is, another life skill. The hard part is, is you're living together. Yeah, sure. Sleeping in the same bed is awkward. Yeah, spooning. And you can't say, and, and it's not like you took it too far with spooning. Yeah, it's not like high school where you can you know, say, they have their own rooms. I right? don't want to hang out with you anymore. <laughs> and you don't really have to see them except maybe in the hallways. Here it's, I don't want to see you anymore. Well, shit, you live oh, in, I, yeah, but in the same apartment unload, with me, right? But can you unload the dishwasher? Yeah. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I never, this will be interesting. Hey, your your clothes are still in the goddamn dryer. Or, yeah. You know, can you take care of your shit? You know? Right. I remember I roomed with one of my high school buddies, and uh, oh man, we got into dr- knockdown dragout fights, and we didn't. There. I mean, it was tense. We didn't talk for talk for a long time. I mean, right. we're fine now, but I mean, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. In the beginning. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's going to be a huge learning curve. You know, I think at, at, at this point in their mind, they're thinking we're going to college. We're going to be on our own be so much fun oh we're gonna drink we're gonna party and it will be for a little bit then it will be for a little bit yeah sure and then they're gonna settle in and here comes reality exactly you know someone's not gonna have food for whatever reason and they start pilfering somebody else's food (laughs) and then you were that roommate huh yeah did you eat my crackers no it wasn't (laughs) dude i think i saw you eat my crackers because i lived with you have cracker crumbs on your shirt yeah (laughs) what the hell man hold on let me try that those are my crackers so what I did, so I was the only <laughs> carnivore in my house. So I lived with four other Vegans? people. Yeah, he lived with, you lived with like I lived women. With, I lived with three girls and another guy in one house. Oh, you got yeah, some stories. And we. Jack Tripper over here. Yeah. Yeah, you got some stories. <laughs> no, not. So how's it, it going, Larry? Those, it wasn't that kind of relationship. We were all just <laughs> friends. But we had one refrigerator and we each had a shelf. Right. Oh wow, that's hardcore. So I yeah, would that works. So I yeah, would never. I was in the middle shelf. Get off my shelf. But I would buy the meat, right? And they wouldn't touch my shit. So and I remember, <laughs> I remember buying a whole chicken fryer because it was cheap. You could buy a whole chicken for four bucks, right? And I remember sticking on that shelf and it thawed and it bled. Oh. And it leaked over all the and vegetarian yours, yours was the top shelf. <laughs> and it leaked all over their food. And they had a it. Oh, it was glorious. It was fun. Yeah. I was like, how, I'll clean it up. How is yeah, it possible? Uh, Back in that day, how Yes, that, please and thank you, Four vegans? Yeah. Well, not vegans, but vegetarians. Vegetarians, right, right, right. Yeah. Damn. That's unusual. I didn't think vegan or, or uh, vegetarians was a thing back then. Yeah, they, they didn't really. Uh, the other guy uh, was less so. But the the three ladies oh, were I, yeah. the three ladies were vegetarians. Yeah, if anybody's gonna be one, I could see I could see the guy. I mean, the girls being one. But. Yeah, but I remember my my the blood was just dripping. Oh, you talking about the meat or the, the girls? Well, wow, 
That too. Yeah, I could tell yeah, you. I could tell raw, you some. I could tell you some stories. We're we gonna ease our guests into but, this kind of stuff. You know what? He shared some stories with me already about this, and I, I, I was trying to get a beer, and I thought I missed something, yeah, and you didn't. Yeah. Well, speaking of the 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 <laughs> vagina, the uh, speaking of vagina, <laughs> I thought what, that was a word we're not allowed to say on this show. <laughs> right. So one of the one of the girls, um, vulva. Yes, her vulva. <laughs> Mulva. She. Uh, we had one bathroom vulva in the entire house. Had her vulva. So we, so we all shared the same bathroom. Five of you in one bathroom? Yes. Wow. Three of them were girls. Oof. Yeah, I can imagine you. I mean, yes. you're such a Just barnyard animal. I mean, hold on, hold on. One bathroom in a how many bedroom house? It was five. Good Lord. A five bedrooms? Yes, but it was a very old house, like 1920s. How like, often have you like peed house. outside? No, we had rules. We had things. You weren't allowed to pee outside? No, like if you're in there showering, you could go in there and pee, and you couldn't flush. So you... Because you didn't want to scald the person yes. showering. So the, the curtains were closed. You can go in there and pee. But then when you got out of the shower, you would flush for them. Oh, God. You just couldn't <laughs> shit. You couldn't drop a dick. Were the, oh, were the out, roommates hot looking? Were they hot? Hold uh, on. So one people of, were cute, yes. So the girl would be showering, and they would allow you to come in and pee while they were showering. Yes. Have you ever that's came home s- drunk and sexy. played a game of hide the meat stick with no. your roommates? No, never did. did you you never went in the backyard and peed? Well, yes. <laughs> of course. That's your takeaway, Larry? <laughs> yeah. well, that's after, he, hold on. Time Sean, after everything we're talking about, that's Sean, what you're centered on. <laughs> Sean asked that, and, and he said no. And I went, well, we just kind of glossed yeah. over the whole thing. That's kind of weird. Well, no, I mean, yes, we're, it happened. We're but talking about hide a... the meat stick. We're talking about sex stories. You didn't pee outside? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, th- this, this one girl, um, we had one <laughs> closet in the, in the uh, bathroom. And again, we each had a little shelf. Or a section of a shelf, and that uh, sounds awful. And she uh, a parade of thongs. She had hung. a a a monostat seven. Oh, the which, humanity! Which is a yeast cream. It's like Vagisil. I guess I don't know. Uh, well. But anyway, it was her mother's mm-hmm. that she was sharing with her mother. What the hell, man? What? Did her mom come by and pick it up every now and then? Yeah, she how do you know these details? Well, she, was her mom hot? I, she brought her home with her. <laughs> no. Me and Mrs. Not. Jones. And Hold on. You had to pee outside? <laughs> <laughs> Did the mom pee outside? She may have. <laughs> Who's squatting in the backyard? So anyway, Mrs. The, Jones. The, uh, the applicator was sitting there right there for everyone to see with the creamy pubes all oh, kind of stuff oh, to it. God. Oh, God. You're embellishing that <laughs> no, story. No, I am not. God. Oh, that's I, awful. I am not. It was awful. And the, the other girls were How mortified. can they... Oh, come on. Did you no. smell it? You have to have some couth. No. Couth. Wow, that's a five-point <laughs> word. Very nice. No, so yeah, that was that was that was a good gross out factor at that point. And she was a cute girl too, but that kind of ruined. Well, yeah. Cute, well, uh, hold on. Cute girls have yeast infections. They're allowed they to. Do. But, but see, it's see those that. kinds of silly little <laughs> stupid things with roommates yeah. that that cause these wars. You yeah, know? sure. You're yeah. like, dude, do you have to leave your toenail clippings on the coffee table? There you know, go. things like that, right? Can you yeah. use your used Monistat seven applicator? Yeah. Can you please pick your condoms up off the bottom of the couch? Do you have to pick butt hair on the sofa? <laughs> <laughs> your dingleberries and flick them at me. I mean, they're all those are all real stories. I'm sure. Yeah, so. Is that a poop stain on the remote control? What the <laughs> hell, dude? 
too. But I think the girls had a bigger issue. I mean, I was just grossed out, and I didn't pay any attention to it, but the, the girls were kind of... Oh, the other girls. Oh, yeah, the other that's girls. the other thing. Girls are awful to each other. Yeah. Like, girl roommates are way worse than guy roommates, typically. But you had to experience girl girl roommate fights along with what you had to deal with. Yeah. Wow. Dang. That yeah. must have been some... Su- did they come to you for... You know, like support? No, we all, Emotional for, the, for support. the most part, we all got along. Jeffrey. The one girl. She was awful. The yeast infection girl. Holy. She was kind of. She a, said this to me. She, she was a little on the outside, but. Uh, How did you know these people? I just met them in college throughout the years. So Ooh. come junior year. Uh, okay, me, so, me you, and my, so you knew them very well when you moved in with them. It wasn't like, yes. you know, pull a, a, a tab off a, a thing no, hanging. No, in we the knew who they were. Bag. And actually, my roommate. My sophomore year, we were looking for a house, and nice. these girls had a house for five bedrooms, but two of the people backed out, so they asked us, do you want to move in? No. And we were like, yeah, hell yeah. It was cheaper. It was better house than the one we were looking at, so we, we did it. So we lived lived together for two years. Where did you go to school? Ohio University. Mm. Up in uh, Ohio, obviously, in Athens. What a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> Ohio University <laughs> in uh, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, actually we met them because we were uh, uh, doing radio programs, and they were fans, believe it or not. Groupies. They were, they, they were they were listeners, and they would call in for requests and and talk and all that all the time. There was a group of four or five of them that would uh, do it, and we met them that way. And we ultimately met them in the cafeterias to eat uh, lunch or dinner. Yeah. So we just kind of met them and uh, became friends, and uh, that was probably sophomore year. So. Yeah, it worked out, you know, and um, that's one thing that I wish uh, our boys, because they're moving, they're going to Blinn, Sean's son, my son, and uh, Paul's son, and they don't have dorms, so they're going to be in apartment buildings, and uh, like an apartment, regular full apartment. And they're nice. Yeah, they're nice, so they're not going to be living any hardship. Where I lived in a, no. I lived in a, a triple that was supposed to be a double that was smaller than this room, three people living in it, cinder block walls, right? With Bunker bunk, with bunk beds. Yeah, uh, today's you. I was they, never, they I was never in a dorm. Uh, I kind of regret that. Just it was so fun. I we had, had a blast. Is that, is that an Aggie Breen? Did you go to A and M? I did. Yeah. Okay, I did. I too. was always in apartments. How come you were yeah. never on campus? In a at, dorm at A and M. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just, I just never did. Skip that part. I, um, I transferred there. I, my freshman year, I went to Lamar in Beaumont, and mm-hmm. then after that, as a sophomore, then I transferred. Oh, well, that explains I don't, it. That I don't explains know. It. Is it? Uh, do freshmen at A and M? Do you have to be in a dorm? Uh, I, I don't know if you have to, but it was like the thing to do. I mean, I was there for. Th- I was on campus for three years before I moved off to off campus. Oh, yeah. I mean that, and that's atypical. And the only reason why we did is because we were in Hotard Hall. You remember oh Hotard? Oh boy, yeah. And that, and that was a fraternity in itself. That was the one with no air conditioning. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was. It had air conditioning when when we were there, but as, at, in the beginning, it did not. When did you graduate? Uh, uh, ninety three. Ninety three. Ninety three. Ninety four. Yeah, class of ninety three. So I was ten years behind you in eighty three. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it was. That was the only because we were like, man, it's time to get off campus. I mean, we've got like all these freshman kids coming in, <laughs> but like I said, it was a it's a fraternity, so we were like, you've got to, we kind of ruled the roost in the in the hall. You know what I mean? We could do whatever we wanted. So, anyway, yeah. And so, uh, 
That's cool. So your class of what now? 83. Oh. And the apartments that I was in, we, uh, I mean, you know, money was tight, man. Did you and, have uh, roommates? I would have, uh, let's see, for two years, I had uh, roommates in one bedroom apartment. So we shared the, the bedroom, one one bathroom. Yeah. Uh, which, as I'm speaking it today, it just sounds like, you did what? Yeah. But at the time, it was totally fine. Totally Com- normal. Comple- very normal. So you had two very, beds in one room. Yeah. Oh, two, okay. two single beds oh, in, so in the That's bedroom. the way a dorm room is. You yeah. have two, two bunk beds. Two bunk beds in a small room, yeah. I mean, hell, yeah, in, yeah. My do- in my dorm, we had community bathrooms. We had three stalls, three toilets against the wall with no divider, with a divider but no doors. Mm. Nice. And a toilet and three shower heads. That's the way mine was. I mean, it was community bathrooms and guys that couldn't stand. I mean, if you, you have an 8 o'clock class, right, and you walk in to go brush your teeth, and there's a dude on the toilet reading the paper, <laughs> the, the dude next to him wiping his ass. <laughs> Two feet from him, the guy's, you know, uh, peeing in the urinal. And there's two guys in the shower, butt naked. If you can handle that, um, you can handle anything. Yeah, I know the bathrooms when I was in, in, in my dorms. They had we had doors, but it was stupid because you're sitting there, but the walls only went this high. Right. So you're sitting there, and the sinks, of course, were right opposite. But you had a wall. But you had a door in front of you. We had a door and side doors, but it was only this high. We had no doors. Yeah, but you had side walls, right? Uh, that were about this wide. Yeah, but how tall were they? I mean, they were probably eye level, and then all you had to do was. Oh yeah, his was worse. Oh, but uh, no so doors. You, you could stare into the so neighbor's eyes. Toilets against a wall. Yeah, basically is what it was. But what was weird is, is yeah, That's weird. So, and yeah. the sinks where people come in and brush their teeth were like two feet from you, so they'd come in and they're like, "Hey Jeff, what's going on?" You're sitting there going. Hey, Paul. Yeah, know. tacos again. Yeah, you just got to talk to <laughs> yeah. them while you're taking a crap and they're brushing oh, yeah. their teeth. Totally. So. Totally. That was our experience. But, but again, saying it right here, right now, it's, it's, it sounds almost absurd. But back in the day, it was, like, it was totally fine, right? Yeah. Totally Am I fine. right? Yeah. And the guy, there were a couple guys <laughs> on the floor that couldn't handle it, and they were the guys that would shower at 2.30 in the morning. Okay. Because they couldn't, <laughs> didn't want anybody to see their, you know, penis. Right. Can we say that word? Really? A couple of guys didn't want to show their vulva. We saw we said vagina <laughs> earlier. Yeah, and creamy pubes. Oh no, you said creamy pubes. <laughs> Dude, that and was now, and now I just said creamy pubes. <laughs> My goodness, that yes. was a horrible, Visual. horrible vision. Yeah, yes. Well, a little uh, scarred from that. And what's again? Me, I don't want to keep talking about it, but that however, was... I I am interested in hearing more about the mother. Well, why the mother and the daughter shared the monostat? Yeah, well, I mean, did she, how did that work? I mean, did the mother show up at all hours of the night going, just give me a minute, just give me a minute. Did she go in there and. Yeah, what is going on? Like the mother lived nearby or what? She visited a lot. She visited a lot. So maybe it was, hey, mom, can you bring me your your monostat? God. Well, she brought it down Damn. for her, and it was half used. And everybody crowded around while they talked about it? Or, I mean, <laughs> did they create Wait, a where's wall? The, where's the privacy on the sharing of the monostat between mother and daughter? I don't know. There None was at no all. Privacy. We, were, we didn't have much privacy in that house. Apparently not. So we each had our own bedroom, but. Uh, Where, you know. Where'd you go to rub one out? I mean, if you got like three. I had a door on my room. That's what the backyard's for. Yeah. I, oh, did, I didn't uh, use the backyard, eh? <laughs> You didn't run one out in the backyard? Yeah. <laughs> there was a tree house back there, right? 
So how is the climb uh, up the treehouse? How is the lake? Where's water? Jeff? He's in the treehouse. Yeah, again. He is took the magazine up there and went to town. Is it good? Um. The, the so the uh, the please and thank you American Pale Ale from Lakewood Brewery. It's um. Yeah. Not, not my. It's a tea. it's a pale ale. So American Indian, Oaxacan. It's still a pale ale. It's it's uh it's on the lighter scale of uh, pale ales as far so as so it's uh, not real hoppy. It's not, but it's still a pale ale, and um and it's it's low. It's a five point four percent, so it's not very strong. Um, I want to try one. I'm glad I bought it. Yeah, I think you'd like it. Um, I'm glad I bought it. I don't think I'll buy it again. Uh, there was a time where I, I was enjoying the. The very hoppy beers, the hoppier the better, the stronger yeah. the better. But I'm just over that now. Yeah, no, I never did like the hoppy beers. I loved it, man. I'd buy like the, like the L.A. Boulevard used to make these huge tankards, you know, Crazy. 750 milliliter uh, bottles of beer with a cork. You know, pop that baby off, and you get like some quadruple ales, ten and a half percent, twelve and a half percent, just yeah. off the charts strong beer. Yeah, but the taste. Oh, I and I, for for some reason, I enjoyed the shit out of it back then. This I, is back I when, never uh, did. I have consistently been water yeah. that tastes like beer, yeah. very light lager beers. That's I'm, I'm I like I like hundred percent in on those. I have I have difficulties with IPAs, really strong IPAs, because it's the bitterness that gets me. What they call hoppiness these days, it's not bitter. I think the the less work I do, and hold on, let me rephrase that. The uh, uh, the more I was involved with like construction work, physical, de- physically demanding work, uh, I was able to handle all that stuff. I could drink so much, and the the quality of uh, the, the the stuff that would take in the calories, you know, I'd get right every night. I'd play World of Warcraft. I don't know if you guys played that. No, probably not. But uh, I played World of Warcraft. I swear to God, for two years straight, two yeah. years straight. Yeah, there was one year. I think I missed maybe one night. That's insane. One night. And then your your squad was asking, "Where's Sean?" No, dude, we're going on a raid, man. No, yeah. I was really a mage. Yeah. No, I was a human priest. <laughs> we need your healing. You're a cleric. I was a human <laughs> priest. A discipline. We can't go on a raid without a your healing spells, man. Yeah. I enjoyed it. You know, I'm I making fu- I'm making fun of it, but as a as a teenager, we played Dungeons and Dragons big yeah. time. You know, D and D is huge. Know. Yeah, uh, with my brothers, we played a lot of D. You see, Austin, uh, Austin's a D and D master, so he hosts his own show okay. at, uh, yeah. or a game at our house. It's and called a dungeon master, not a D and D master. You know what? Dungeon. I'm gonna master. be nice because he's here, but uh, my point is, is he created himself the map and everything. And uh, we like it. before COVID took on, we had uh, we had a group at our house every Wednesday night, and we were playing it. And uh, I can't I wait for it. this stuff to to get past, so we can get back to gaming and doing the things that are important. Uh, Austin, just for your your knowledge, yeah. Well, there we go. I was a healer on World of Warcraft. My name was Doctor Murphy. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you like that, Doctor Murphy? I was uh, I was the dude that was like, whoosh. you know, I'll tell you what. If they were to come up with a movie. It would be something that they came up with World of Warcraft movie already, but they didn't have the things that I think would be cool with all the special effects and all the stuff that really goes into some of these raids that go on, where you have 40 people all playing the same video game at once trying to. I'm getting a little overwhelmed, so let me back Hold up. On, so, what bit. happened to the game? Is it still out there? The World of Warcraft? Is it still big? Oh, it's huge. It's like. You know, that's impressive because usually shows don't 
I mean, games don't oh, stick around a long time. It's huge. In fact, the only reason I don't play it is because I don't want to invest in uh, in another computer. I don't want to invest in another computer right now. I've got uh, I've got a bunch of these little laptops uh, that work and they're functional for doing stuff, but you you need a demanding computer to do to play some of those games, and I just don't have the emotional energy to to spend money yeah. on stuff like that. Yeah, I never really got into it, but I know I'm late to the game, and this is old, but I found it very very humorous. That video out there where the guy they were all trying to um, strategize. Mm-hmm. outside of this room and some guy just goes berserk and he screams his name or something like that and he goes running into the room what is that called um it's like a movie no it was a screenshot of the game they were playing it and uh, it was somebody's name you know what it is austin um roscoe or something like that um, oh kilroy no yeah it's not yeah. kilroy but no it's it's kilroy no, it's not Kilroy. Yeah, and it's uh, and I think uh, that yeah, it is Kilroy. So is it like a YouTube Leroy. A YouTube it's Leroy. Leroy, Leroy. Yeah, Leroy. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it is so funny because you hear these just total World of Warcraft geeks taking it so seriously, so seriously for like thirty seconds or a minute, just going counting points, and you're going to do this, you're going to do that. So all of a sudden, this guy just goes, and they ask him a question, he just <laughs> screams his name, Leroy. Jake, he just goes charging in there. All right. Well, let me let me give you a little <laughs> no no strategy or anything. Yeah. And they just fail miserably. So let me let it. me give you a little background on. Uh, turn it down a little bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> so geeky, right? I love it, man. I enjoyed the shit out of it. All right. So what they're doing is they're about to go in and battle a main monster, and so they're preparing with all the buffs. Uh, here he and, goes. Yeah, they sound older. That's me up there. <laughs> that's you. Are you serious? No, but oh. I've been there. <laughs> oh, my God. I love the leadership this guy's showing. White, just watch. He's probably the CEO of mobile or something. Dude, this here was... Here he goes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> watch this. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 all right you can kill it oh. all right so the the point is, is once you once you run into the uh the area you pull what they call aggro uh, if you pull aggro and you get the attention of the game, the the game now full pulls its all of its attention on that one person, and <laughs> they attack. I mean it. It's so exciting because you have to work as a team. You right. you well, really if there if that was don't. a if that was a twenty five man that looked like a twenty five man uh, setup. But you know there are bigger ones. There are forty men setups where you know and it it's incredible the stuff that you got to do. You got to be on your toes. I mean as number crunch. Yeah, the yeah. number crunch. And look, he wasn't pulling that out of his ass. I mean he there are there are sub screens that you have on there that oh my gosh. that tell you all the stats going on and you can see. You know, I've like as a healer, I had uh, if there were a forty man raid, I'd have everyone's. I had like five by eight grid set up, and in each grid there were like five or six extra 
uh, squares, and I can right click or left click on the on the squares, and I would heal people, cure them, dispel, and there were so many different things that you could do. And then at the end of the day, the jackass. Libra! Oh my God! And then the whole thing is blown. Weeks of preparation. It became a cliche. Thirty-three point three. Repeating, of course. Yes, of course. Uh, I need you to. I need you to check that number. Roger that. Affirmative. Uh, What's your vector, Victor? I know that's old, but I found that probably years ago, and I just laughed my ass. I watched it so many times. Oh, that's great. That's you ran out of time, great. Leroy. Yeah, he totally like he's like he's. You're out of time. Well, I mean, he's listening to these the rest of these guys, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, he's like, he's like this 16 year old that's like, "Did he just so say I repeat? Can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I can't. I can't do this anymore. Right. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to die." Leroy, then, did that he just is run great. In there? Fuck. And then the other guy, oh, he just ran in there. Well, let's go save him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you hear the leader trying to like salvage the situation. Uh, lay down the, the <laughs> oh my shit! They're all over the place. Yeah. Fuck! I'm going down. I'm going down. Mayday! I'm, I'm Mayday! I've lost all engines. I'm down. Uh, it, it goes even it's very downhill from there. It keeps oh, going completely. Downhill. Oh, that's great. But it's amazing. Yeah. Some of the, I mean, the oh, man. I'll tell you, just watching that little little clip right there brought it all back man i'm i'm enjoyed it it was it it's it's just like anything i enjoyed playing the game it I, was fun i don't have the time for that there's no way yeah. no way oh it's so, it's so, a, it's a 3 hour block no no that period it's a 3 hour block all right so yeah. before video games completely before video games right so we didn't have we had handhelds right we talked about that i think last week yes. we had the little uh donkey kong handheld football we had football. some of oh, that little Nintendo gameplay stuff. You know, we had some of that, but we didn't have vi- gaming. Well, I mean, we had like Atari, I guess. But I mean, so we we played D and D, right? But what what like Larry when you when you were like preteen, preteen, okay. what would you play? Uh, uh, pinball machines. Go to the arcade. To, to the arcade and play pinball. Oh, yeah. okay. Black yeah. Knight. That was yes. like incredible. Well, and we talked about that last week. We talked and about then, like Atari games. We talked about Galaga. And what was the other one? The, the with the stupid ostrich you guys were talking oh, about? Joust. Joust. Yeah. Joust. Really? Yeah, and then in I guess late seventies it went to the to the video machine arcade. Right. So uh, pinball was huge. Before the electronic games. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. And it was like a, a like basically a ton of pinball different types of pinball machines. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. because yeah. now it's like there's like two or three pinball machines, or one or one or two. Bars had them. Uh, oh yeah, you know some stores would have them in the well, corner. They're, they're great money generator too. I mean, for what they are, I mean, once you buy them, they can pay for themselves in a in a week pinball easily. Yeah. You know, yeah. the little hamburger joint uh, would probably have one in the corner. Yeah. Um, yeah, Black Knight. But, but I remember nothing else. You had no other type of games that you would play with friends or. Like what you know, what I'm saying with cards. I guess cards, right? Cards have always been around. Oh, you mean stuff we play at home? You're not yeah, necessarily, whatever. not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, me and Michael Halsey were big with our plastic army men. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah man. we did that. We had army men. We had Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. With yeah. The orange, yeah there orange, you go. Orange tracks. Yeah, that with was the, huge. The loop, the loopy oh, yeah. shit. Oh, and yeah. the the orange tracks, you'd put them together with that little purple. Purple little, connector. Yeah, what, connector about, thing. what about marbles? Until my parents figured yeah, out how to beat played, the shit out of you. We played some marbles. Yeah, we played marbles sometimes. Never got the marbles. Oh, you know, I with, love marbles. With the army men, you know what we did? We set up 
keister. We would set up a whole <laughs> battlefield. Oh yeah, man. You know, in like and a big room. Like we have marble floors. I don't know why, but we have marble floors, and we would set up the entire army man setup. And we we took uh we took uh, matches and and burned them to make to make little fortresses and glued them and burned them together to make little <laughs> fortresses and shit. Oh, yeah. And then you know what? The battle was rubber bands. Oh yeah, okay. We used to would take turns shooting rubber bands at each other's stuff, and whatever we blew up and knocked over, they were dead. And the green army men were the Americans, yes. and the blue ones were the Germans. Were the Germans. Wow. You, and you're talking about the big ones now. Nah, you know, about an inch tall, yeah, inch yeah, and yeah. a half. Well, yeah. I say that because the ones we had also had the little ones. You know what I'm talking about? I never were, played army men. There were whole sets of little ones so in addition like, to the big ones. So you had midgets in your army? They were little midgets. <laughs> no. Yeah, they were little people. I think they were little people. Oh. No, back then yeah. they were midgets. Yeah, you're allowed to call oh, blown on midgets back yeah. then. It was safe. But it was badass because you would buy the the set that was like the uh, German African army. Yeah. And then the, oh, I yeah. mean, they had every. Good like, Lord. Oh, it was, they, it was very campaign. Is it racist? Particular. To have that kind of stuff? How come they didn't have any Japanese oh, army men? They didn't. I oh. just I just thought what about a great it. question. They, they did not. They look like is that those tan ones? Look it was Japanese? always the look Americans and the Germans. They had British too. You see the British helmets? Oh, you sure they didn't have the Japs? The Jap- I don't I don't think Japs. so. I don't I think it's never saw Japanese. It, it was only Germans and various various allies. I'm mm-hmm. sure that they had them. I'm I'm thinking because they were probably made in Japan that they probably were like we're not going to make these. You guys go fuck yourself. We're going to put on some different helmets. Yeah, we're still sore from from having lost. Well, how would you designate them as Japanese? Because they're a solid color. No, 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 no. The uniforms and everything, dude. Yeah, they have the German helmet shape. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Well, I know, but uh, what? I don't even know what the Japanese army looked like. Um, Wow. They had swords. Paul making signs over (laughs) here. What was that? (laughs) No, no, I was stretching. Speaking of uh, speaking of the Japanese, uh, I told you guys earlier that when I was in high school, I interned at this uh, American Forces uh, TV station on Okinawa, right, yeah. which is in Japan. Uh, we were uh, one of the jobs that we were given. It's called the Switcher, and you're basically just putting on the TV shows that are being aired at that moment. I yeah. mean, some schlub has to. Put the, put the film on a projector in order for it to be aired out over the airways, right? Oh, okay. And there's a guy that does that. <clears throat> um, we were under instruction that if any of the TV shows showed an image of a mushroom cloud, that Ooh. we were we had to go to black, boom, immediately because there was some oh, it's sensitive, some agreement, yeah. Because when I was there, World War Battle of Okinawa was only thirty years before. Right. Which is really not that long. No, not really. I mean, dude, I mean, dropping two atom bombs on Japanese cities is still, it still resonates. Sure it does. Yeah. Yeah, that was horrific. I mean, it was necessary in my opinion, but horrific. Well, when I lived in in Germany, they used to, um, they had to have the wonder, on the American broadcasting system, the Armed Forces Network, they'd play Wonder Woman. So, um, my dad, what he did in the military, she was hot. Yeah, she was. She, was. she had white. Linda crotch. Carter. Ooh. She had white. Oh, she, had white yeah. she had white crotch. The way she did. The way that. she could move her wrists around and yeah. block stuff. That Dude, was so sexy. Hey man, she. My dad had a magazine with her in it, and you know what? We'll talk about that later. Dude. So uh-huh. I do. I drew nipples on it. 
<laughs> and I didn't know did what you, I was doing. I just did it. Did you lick the magazine after you threw nip? You know, uh, that's another story. So uh, <laughs> let's, the magazine was all crusty, and your dad got angry. Oh my God, man! There was one time when I when I lived in in uh, Colorado, <laughs> well, my parents had a J.C. Penney's magazine, and my mom's kind of like, I had evidently I had drawn nipples on all the women in the entire catalog. Uh, you sick bastard! I was sick. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. No, you. And didn't. my dad mentioned something. Another little snippet from living in Colorado. My dad mentioned something about the Bunny Club. Now the the bunny club is what we think. Playboy, right? Yeah. Well, what I don't, I didn't know. The bunny club. Oh, those cute little bunnies. Anyways, I, my parents still make fun of me for that. But <laughs> you know, being in Germany, uh, my dad would. Uh, one of the things that he did is uh, he worked one on one with the the German military, teaching them a specific trait. Mm-hmm. And um, some of the uh, the officers on the on the, the German side. Uh, we became friends, and uh, their family would come over with our family and hang out, which was very cool, very, very cool. And I've got tons of stories up for that too. Uh, but the um, we ended up uh, going over to their for Christmas time, and they had the entire tree decorated with these little chocolates, because you know in German they got the Chris Kindle mark, and they got all these proprietary Christmas stuff on there. Our family went over there, and in one night, the whole Christmas tree, this is like an eight, all of them, okay? There were hundreds. There were hundreds of them on this tree. It was hilarious. Your family just, like, basically like locusts. And they came down down Christmas morning, the killed kids, and they're like, my tree. Daddy? Daddy, where where are the chocolates? Well, they didn't have any kids back then. Oh. Uh, they ended up, uh, I mean, we were the kids, but it was just, we went on vacation with them. We ended up going to, to Italy a few times, two summers in a row with, with their family. It was, it was pretty cool, you know, yeah. but I remember um, them coming over to the house and uh, our house, and I had, I had Wonder Woman playing. And it was, I, it, even at a younger age, I, it, it was very uncomfortable because back then one woman had a lot of Nazis on him. I don't know if you remember. Her thing was fighting Nazis oh, on that I show. I see, I see, yeah. I mean, I thought you... So anyways, I'll see if you can pull any of that up. The Wonder Woman with Nazi programs in the, in the, the 70s. Yeah, because it, it turns out the their their name was uh, Be, uh, Beata, Beatrice, and uh, Siegfried, Ziggy. And, and now Ziggy, you would think, you know, Ziggy, the little cartoon character, two, three feet tall, dude, big ni- eyes and nose. This dude was like, he had to duck his head. He was taller than six foot eight. Yeah. He had to duck his head to get through a normal door. Wonder Woman. So, you know, and they had like on the, on the show, the actual show wasn't a cartoon. Uh, they had the Nazis on there and she was old. Yes. And they spoke English, but it was just with the accent. It was just a memory. You know, back then they had the, the Nazis. It was kind of uncomfortable. Even but then, even then, for, for you? me it was. Even back as, then, as, it was uncomfortable for you. Well, yeah, I mean, because well, they were like, they, they were the, the vil- clearly steps. the villains, and they clearly talked like your friends, your family friends who were German. Correct. I got you. And, I got you. And but that's that's the whole <laughs> what, uh, and that kind of adds clout nine. But that even adds to the the level of education that they had for the they were back then. Everyone gets to take a shower. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Sorry. So you Go know, ahead. but it's it, but that also is a reflection of the type of education that they had back then. 
you know, is that they taught yeah. that kind of stuff. And they didn't teach, they don't teach that. They sure the hell don't teach that now. Oh, no. You know, and it was very uncomfortable because I knew that was wrong. I knew there was a conflict. But, you know, Bayada, I remember her saying, no, it's okay. It's just a show. I mean, my dad was a Nazi, but he didn't want to be one. You know. Most of them didn't. Yeah. I mean, not to get into German history, like, before before the, the Third Reich and all that. But, I mean, they kind of had to. Yeah. And the people who fought for that army kind of had to. I mean, my, so my, my history is German. And I don't know my history before, I think, 1905. Somebody came over from Germany, and I don't know what happened. Well, they like, re- I don't know what happened. Well, they have re-education camps, right? Is that what they call them? Isn't that what Bernie wanted to do? Have re-education camps? That if you don't think like you're supposed to, you oh, go oh, to yeah, big time. I mean, you will learn to think like us. It, it, oh, it's it's kind of creepy. Like w- when they talk about uh, setting up hotlines for for reporting your neighbors if they're not wearing a mask. Yeah. That was Nazi Germany, dude. Yeah. That that was it. Was they right. they set up stuff to say if if they're not on board with the the, the Nazi like you know propaganda. I mean, they they in indoctrinated the kids to spy on their parents and turn their parents in if their right. parents were talking about like you know not being on board with what Hitler was doing and not being on 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 all that kind of stuff they would turn their parents in yeah that's crazy that is crazy and they didn't know what they were doing it's all brainwashing anyway. i wonder what the high school history class in germany is like i mean does the guy get to okay what up to uh, nowadays or back then now yeah Okay, we're up to uh, 1925. Uh, that brings us into the 30s and the 40s. Uh, that's not going to be on the test, so just forget about yeah. that part. And skip that. Right. <laughs> skip, skip right back. to the 50s. Yeah, well, we got our asses kicked. Let's move on. Well, you, right. well, you kind of look at uh, how our classes are going, right? You know, are the kids taught our American history properly, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I know what I was taught. Do they teach that these days? Do they talk about the founding fathers and the way they used to and the slavery and what happened and the Irish that were mistreated and, and all that stuff, right? Indentured servants. Yeah. But, but, I mean, I don't know if they go through all that in, in the in the depth that it used to be because we don't wanna we don't wanna acknowledge that. You know, I heard uh, I saw a video which I never knew <clears throat> that there were white slaves in northern Africa. Did you know that? It's called I... me at work. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! In Northern Africa? In Northern Africa? <laughs> no, I've not heard this. I, well, I haven't either. And I was just kind of wondering. I, I uh, downloaded the the clip. Um, I, I'll, I'll play that on the second half. Uh, but I was just interested in that because I've never heard that before. Uh, white slaves in North America at going on at the same time. North America or North I'm sorry, Africa? North Africa. So where were they from? Where were the whites? Europe. From? So they're like you know, French. What do you say that? I heard that on talk radio on the way over here this afternoon. As a matter of fact, Larry Elder was talking about it, and uh, he said they were um, there were white slaves and they were Slavs. Uh, so we're, that's where the the word comes oh, from. Czechoslovakia. Slaves, Slavs. That's where the oh, word comes from. No way. Czechoslovakia. Really? Okay. So they're the Eastern people, Bloc. People have brutalized people for thousands of years. Yes. Okay. You, you you've had. Anybody who's got power over somebody else and they're not of the same whatever, color, tribe, area, whatever it is, they brutalized them. This is normal behavior. I'm not normal. This was this was typical. It's typical human behavior. 
as what that is. I mean, there's been Chinese slaves. There have been black slaves. There have been white slaves. There have been. I mean, it's, they still have Chinese slaves. Yeah, this is humans are horrible to each other. They just are. Right. And it's about power. I mean, we talked about this one. Uh, I think it was last week. A lot of the slaves that were sold, and we have to get off this topic, I know, but a lot of the slaves that were sold to the United States and to to uh, to Europe were were sold by black people. It was a tribe wanting to gain power over another one, right? T- taking them over, brutalizing them, and getting rid of them by selling them. I mean, you know, it's just awful. Humans are awful to each other, but. Let's uh, let's move on. Are we on? Are we on intermission? Yeah, we're about to take intermission, but yeah. this is a this is kind of an interesting topic because you know it kind of ties in directly with some of the absurdity of the Black Lives Matter and the whole "I deserve money, I deserve reparations." Oh, the reparations. You know, this it's it's bullshit because everyone deserves reparations sometime within the. Their life, sometimes within their their parents' life, generations and generations. You know the Indians. All right, well, who was here before the Indians? Where does it end? Native, I mean, it's yeah. never going to end. Native Americans. Native Americans. Oh, yeah. Okay. So speaking of uh, that, you on, saw that, that was a Mexican, uh, Italian, <laughs> Cuban. Yeah, you did see that. Uh, maybe this is topic for uh, part two, but you saw Washington is changing their. See that's Matt bullshit God. too because the Redskins, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, you know what? There was uh, the grandson spoke up on that, and the grandson was kind of like, you know what? My my grandfather uh, designed that label, and we were proud. Well, to an actual be, Indian did. Yeah, we we were proud to be on that. He was an he was an Indian. Yeah, he uh, was. That was that was one of the most proudest moments was to be on that helmet, and now you guys are taken away from that. Who are you? To take that away from us when we decided we wanted that on there, think it was an about, honor. Think about why. Think about why somebody would want to put that as their team mascot. It's because they're fierce warriors, and you're not going to fuck with them. Yeah, and we're tough. Th- 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 I, really, I mean, it, it is to it's, to want to be that mascot. Right. It's this. It's this. Right. Otherwise, you'd be uh, silent minority. I don't get that it. is consuming us. I heard a phrase the other day: uh, if a uh, if a Republican doesn't like guns, he doesn't go buy a gun. If a Democrat doesn't like guns, he doesn't want anybody to have a gun. Right. If right. if if a Republican is, is offended by NFL football, he just doesn't go to the game. If a Democrat is offended by the Redskins logo, he demands that it's changed. Oh, that's right. That's the difference. That is That's the a key it difference, difference right there. But you know, you, you bring that up and, and one funny story about that is when when Democrats or liberals feel unsafe and they would like to get a gun, especially in California. Oh yeah. Yeah, we talked about this. Yep. They they ran into the gun law a gun you know, gun gun control uh requirements and how hard it is to get a gun and they're like, What they the like hell? It. We're trying to fa- I, I, we're real in danger. We're trying to protect our family and you tell me I gotta wait two weeks before I Oh <laughs> yes, well. these are the rules oh. you passed. Suddenly now mm. things change a little bit, doesn't yes. they? Yes, 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 yes. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> 